0: I just want to see a silly field sliding sideways in South You did it. You made it. Welcome back. It is Fly Penguins Fly, episode 18. I am your host, Jeff Taylor. I'm a huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan, and for a long time I had the idea to create a Penguins podcast. I finally did it. And as I said, last episode we're creeping up on 20, number 18. So, Uh, Go throw me a follow on Instagram, at FlyPenguinsFly. Today's date is Wednesday, December 1st, and tonight your Penguins are 154 kilometers north of the great city of Red Deer, Alberta Province, for their first regular season matchup with Leon Dreisidel, Connor McDavid, and their Edmonton Oilers. We will talk a bit more about those two guys and that team and how they stack up against your Penguins. In just a moment, couple items to get to first. Fenway Sports Group. I know that uh, in some ways this is feeling like a bit of an old topic because it's been brewing for a few weeks now, and a couple of days ago I think even by the time of puck drop for the Calgary matchup on Monday, uh, the sale was basically official. A controlling interest in the team goes to John Henry's uh, Fenway Sports Group They own the Boston Red Sox, Liverpool FC, over in the United United Kingdom as well. Uh, Listen, Mario Lemieux is excited about this. That's what I want to drive home. And he's still going to be playing a huge part in hockey-related decisions in the long term, uh, as he says in the following statement to our beloved fans. There's some love for you. He says, as this new chapter begins, I am happy to tell you that Ron and I will, speaking of Ron Burkle, uh, will both remain Part of the ownership group for the past 22 years. We have shared a special bond that allowed us to work together, keep the team in Pittsburgh, build a new arena, and bring home three Stanley Cups. Goes on to say that this is a new beginning, not the end of an era. I, uh, meaning Mario, will continue to be active and involved with the team long term, helping to oversee and guide the operation just as I always have. I've been fortunate to be a part of the Penguins organization for more than half my life and have had the unique privilege of your incredible fan support as a player and owner. You gotta love it, right? In Mario we trust. If he's excited about Fenway Sports Group, then I'm cool with it. And there it is. It's the goal horn from PPG Paints Arena, and it means it's time to announce tonight's starting goaltender for your Pittsburgh Penguins. That is number 35 from Surrey, British Columbia. And yes, I double-checked. It's going to be Tristan Jari in net. Second star for the NHL last week. Still on a roll. Looking great. Looked fantastic against Calgary in spite of the 2-1 overtime shootout loss that we will discuss in greater detail in just a moment. Uh, But as I was saying, the new jerseys that were just released, not New Jersey new jerseys, those... those (laughs) Did you see those new Devils jerseys that just say jersey on the front? Boy, that's a whole other thing. We can have a... Hit me in the DMs if you want to talk about those. But I'm talking about these new primary black home ice thirds that the Pens just unveiled on their socials today. First of all, I love them. I think it would be even cooler if they'd opted for the pigeon or robo logo, as a lot of Pens fans like to call that that 90s, kind of more design-oriented, angular, abstract-looking penguin on the shoulders that Mario and company used to wear on those diagonals. But look, this is a this is a Crosby era throwback, right? Not an OG remake. So it tells a bit of a story and, you know, there wouldn't have been continuity if they'd switched the shoulder patch to the RoboPen, Pen, uh, because last year's had the skating penguin, Sans Triangle. And I do want to credit Steel City Humor on Instagram, fun account, if you don't follow them already, for commenting Love the jersey, but I hate the Penguin logo without the triangle. And I like that perspective because the triangle ostensibly represents the point where the three rivers converge, where the stadium is located and the team has always had its home, uh, so to speak. And uh, yeah, so thanks a lot to Steel City Humor for that insight. Incidentally, I will be in town almost certainly wearing one of those jerseys on February 26th when the Rangers come to Pittsburgh. Uh, Stay tuned for details on what I believe will be the first Pittsburgh live podcast recording of Fly Penguins Fly. Oh yeah, very excited for that one. I will be in town for that game, and that's going to look so cool. Rangers on the ice in their diagonals in white, visiting jerseys, and then us wearing those black home thirds. Okay, moving on. Just want to talk a little about the Calgary game the other evening, all right? Overtime, shootout loss. 2-1. 2-1. Calgary beats the Pens. But a couple of things. Another power play goal. This one for Jake. Extending his scoring streak to 10 games. Let's go, Jake. Keep it up. More half-price milkshakes. Uh, that's PPG in three out of our last four matchups. Chris Letang. Okay? The diving stop that he makes against Elias Lindholm saves a certain goal with Matthew Kachuk wide open on the other side of the crease. Absolutely unreal effort. First gets it with the stick, does Letang. And then the glove under Linholm's skate. I mean, he was just putting it all out on the ice. That was one of a number of epic plays that I thought Chris made uh, the other night. Said it about 10 episodes back, but folks, appreciate the Letang. The man is a wonder of athleticism. Totally committed to the training. Committed to his craft. Big ups, Chris Letang. And Tristan Jari was So. In that one. Incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely gifted the Penguins a point. I'm going to throw Chris Letang in there just for that saving that that extra goal from from Kachuk. That would have been a Lindholm to Kachuk. Wide open net. He wasn't going to miss that shot. Boom. Sorry, I get pumped. And I'm pumped for tonight's game against the Oilers. They are 6-4-0 coming into tonight's matchup in their last 10. Uh, four of those were losses to reading this now. Dallas, Winnipeg, Buffalo, and Detroit. Kind of a mixed bag of teams. Uh, Not the NHL's top four teams. Dallas looks pretty good, but Buffalo, Winnipeg, Detroit, you know, these are teams that have been hot and cold. It does look as though tonight we will see Miko Koskinen in net for the Oilers. And I think matchups are going to be a big thing tonight. I mean, they are in every hockey game. But Mike Sullivan is uniquely talented in this way, is he not? There's just something about the way he switches up lines on the fly. And if you watch, it's always interesting to watch the Pittsburgh feed, to watch the AT&TSN feed. I love hearing Bob Airy and, uh, and Mears and Steve Mears responding to seeing these things happen in real time. I think tonight represents a huge opportunity for Mike Sullivan as a coach to shine in this particular way. And he needs to, because it's not like it's just McDavid's line. To the contrary, it's anything but that. Second line's got Dreisaitl with 20 goals. And on the third line, you got Jesse Pugliarvi, who's got seven on the season. And that comes close to Pittsburgh's top goal scorers on the regular season so far. And he's their like third or fourth highest goal scorer on their team. 20 goals for Dreisaitl, 14 for McDavid. Nine for Hyman. Yeah, look out, folks. But I think, I do think this Penguins team has that quality of being able to ice players who match up appropriately and bring the kind of effort necessary when it comes to lines like we're going to see from Edmonton tonight. Interesting tidbit tonight. Michelle Crecchiolo for the Penguins last night put up a nice piece on Penguins social media. She's got Penn's Inside Scoop, I believe is her tag, for her own podcast and on Twitter. Comparing McDavid and Crosby up to the 427 regular season game mark, right? Because this will be McDavid's 428th game. Tonight, Crosby has McDavid in goals, but McDavid's got Crosby in assists and points. Uh, Still very close and and eerily similar for two guys who kind of made such an impact on the league. Uh, as those two have, and obviously that's that's rare air that they're breathing. And that is going to wrap things up for me on the podcast. Throw me a follow on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly and brew up some coffee, baby, because it's a 10 o'clock Eastern puck drop tonight. You can watch the game on the national broadcast here in the U.S. on TNT. In Canada, it'll be on Sportsnet. Perhaps my favorite way to tune in, as you know, via terrestrial radio or on the web. 105.9 BX FM in Pittsburgh great lineup on 105.9 this game day tune in at 6 p.m. Eastern for the Highmark coaches show that lasts about 30 minutes and then at 9 p.m. Eastern pregame show with Paul Staggerwald and Brian Metzer Josh Getzoff, and Phil Borg have the call puck drop shortly after 10 o'clock Eastern I already said that enjoy tonight's game and of course let's go pens